Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. I'm excited to be with you in real person today. I know, right? It's How are you been doing? A while. You I'm doing good. Okay? I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited about today's show because uh, every once in a while, I come in just having no idea what we're going to talk about. And real quickly, you remind me, you're like, Ben, before we start recording, do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, I have a vague idea. Yep. Um, but today is a is it, we're talking about a word I can barely pronounce, much less know anything about, <laughs> and that is endometriosis. So, Robin, for me and everyone else out there, tell me what that is. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, you did great pronouncing okay. that. You did okay. really well. So, endometriosis it is a um, it's a disorder that affects one in ten women in the U.S. But it's not known or talked about nearly enough. Um, and I've come across it a lot in practice recently, so I wanted to put and explain this out there about it so yeah. people know a little bit more. So what is it? It's a often very painful disorder in which the tissue that normally lines the inside of a woman's uterus goes somewhere outside, somewhere where it's not supposed to be. Got it. So it's that endometrium. It grows outside around the uterus, on the fallopian tubes, ovaries. It can even implant up onto bowel, kidneys, bladder. It can, it can spread out to a lot of places. Okay. The reason that this is an issue is because since it's endometrial tissue, it still cycles with a woman's hormones just like the inside of a uterus would. So every month it gets more painful and it bleeds. Well, because it's on the outside, that blood has nowhere to go. So women experience extremely painful periods, lots of bloating, um, like intense abdominal pain for some people um, because that blood has nowhere to go. Long term, that leads to a ton of inflammation, which starts to lead to scar tissue and adhesions. When you say not nowhere to go, are, are you talking about internal bleeding or, or just Basically, bleeding on the outside and, it, it, you know, you're just bleeding? It's bleeding just out into the cavity because that endometrial tissue is normally on the inside of the uterus. When that sloughs off and bleeds, that's when women have a period. Okay. But Got it. There's, no, there's nowhere for it to go whenever it's in the abdomen. Okay. Um, so the big issue becomes when all that scar tissue and adhesion start to set in um, because it leads, again, to, to more pain, but also leads to infertility for a lot of women. Interesting. Um, so the big presenting thing that women come in with is just painful periods. They'll just say, you know, every month they're in excruciating pain. They're down for a day or two at least. Some people longer than that. Um, so painful periods is generally what they present with in teenage years and then infertility as they as they get older and start working towards that. So this happens in younger women? As soon as you start cycling. Okay. As soon as they start having periods. Okay. Um, and that's when it's missed so commonly. Um, so, you know, I said it affects one in 10 women, but it's often missed until they really hit older years trying to get pregnant because um, they're just kind of written off. Like, okay. yeah, it's just a period. You're supposed to cramp. You're supposed to have pain. Or it, doctors don't want to put them through the testing to find out if it's endometriosis. But the key with this is early detection and early dressing, addressing it early. And so the, the early detection for me what I'm hearing is just painful periods because mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to tell if they're 
bleeding, you know, where they shouldn't be bleeding. Or anything right. Like so that. then that's when a doctor's got to intervene and really start looking deeper, looking at things. Um, the the only way to technically diagnose it is with laparoscopic surgery, but symptoms, oh. ultrasounds, things like that can lead them to think that that's what it is. Got it. Okay. Um, so the big thing, again, it's just, it, it gets pushed off so often. Yep. I mean, I was talking to a patient the other day that she'd asked her provider for years, do you think this is endometriosis? And they're like, eh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. We don't want to put you through that, you know, whatever. And it turns out that it was, and it was extremely significant by the time that she actually got to the testing and surgery that she needed. Interesting. So it's not something that's just going to go away and get better on its own. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming with early detection, you can avoid <clears throat> we surgery. Can inter we can intervene earlier. Surgery okay. is still the main way to take away all the adhesions and get that tissue away from where it's supposed to be. Okay. But surgery only lasts uh, generally about two years. Oh. Everything builds back up again. So traditional ways of addressing this, it's not getting to root cause. And so you get stuck in this constant cycle of medications, surgeries, um, you know, if you're trying to get pregnant, they tell you get pregnant as fast as you can after surgery. Sometimes mm. a pregnancy will help it. Um, but most of these women end up with a hysterectomy as soon as they're done having kids okay. because okay. They, they're not getting to root cause. So what I want to talk about is getting to root cause on this, things that we can do to make the symptoms better, um, things that we can do to, to lower the amount of endometrial tissue that's going out, lower the inflammation, lower the pain. Done. Let's do it. So traditional way of addressing this is take some NSAIDs, like take some take some Motrin every month for the pain, or if the pain gets significant enough, they actually give you pain pain pills for it. Um, putting people on hormonal contraceptives like progesterone-only pills or oral contraceptives and doing surgery. Um, that's, that's the mainstay of what they do. So, hey, go on this birth control pill until you're ready to have a kid, and then we'll go in, take all the adhesions out, you try to get pregnant as fast as you can, and then we're going to put you back on birth control. Is that, That's kind of the cycle that I see happening. Okay. Okay. None of that's addressing root cause. Um, for most people, root cause is inflammation. Um, a lot of people trigger with other autoimmune conditions along with this. Um, it can be familial. So if somebody else in the family had it, you may be more likely to develop it as well. Um, but again, natural approach focuses on re reducing inflammation. Uh, increasing immune support, and then decreasing exposure to environmental toxins. Okay. Okay. So diet, number one way to help reduce inflammation. We talk about this all the time. Inflammation is the root cause of like everything out there. Uh, so removing gluten, dairy, sugar, and for some people, corn out of the diet can help bring down inflammation. Once you start seeing early signs, you know, yep. painful periods, things of that nature, yep. immediately go to diet first. Yeah, we got to okay. get inflammation down. Um, red meat can also be inflammatory for some people. So reducing the intake of red meat, increasing the intake of things like chicken, fish, that sort of stuff. Okay. Eating organic. So we're avoiding all the chemicals in all of our foods because that's those environmental toxins that we want to stay away from. Okay. Other environmental toxins, plastics are horrible, um, and they're estrogen disruptors. They're, they're hormone disruptors. And when you say plastic, my head goes to drinking out of a plastic yeah. water bottle. Okay. Anything that comes in plastic. Okay. Drinking out of a plastic water bottle, eating out of plastic, heating your food up, or even storing your food in plastic containers. Avoid plastic. And that goes for anybody, in yeah. all honesty. Like, you shouldn't do anything with anything plastic. Um, it's it's a major endocrine disruptor. Interesting. So, okay. side note, don't use plastic anything. <laughs> side Never note. 
heat up plastic. Get Tupperware. Um, yes. And so then another thing that can be really beneficial is weight loss. Um, if, if the patient's overweight, dropping some weight and stabilizing insulin levels. Again, blood sugar levels, insulin resistance, all that leads to inflammation, triggers a lot of underlying disorders as well. Um, and then there's a bunch of supplements that I recommend for any of my endometriosis patients. Okay. Okay. So for reducing inflammation, curcumin or turmeric is great for inflammation. Quercetin's another one. Uh, fish oil, and then LDN, which we've done a video about LDN before, and I talk about that one a lot. Yeah. Um, it's great for chronic inflammation. Interesting. And you guys, uh, we'll link the description to the LDN video uh, in the description below. I'm trying to think if there's any other uh, episodes we've done on uh, inflammation. We'll link those as, uh, yeah. underneath as well. Um, okay, so inflammation is the inflammation. root cause. We're, we're trying to get after that. Yep. So okay. we're, we're doing supplements for inflammation. Then we're doing supplements to help repair damage as well. So we're focusing on antioxidants. Okay. Antioxidants are great. So vitamins A, C, E are all great antioxidants and NAC in acetylcysteine. We've talked about NAC for a lot of other things before, um, but it's wonderful for this. Now, if, you know, for example, you've had patients come in with mm -hmm. this. Are you putting them on all of this at once? Or? I, I start, so I don't love to throw like 20 different supplements at someone right yeah. away. So I start with the most important stuff first. Pretty much every endometriosis patient, I try to get them on LDN okay. um, because I see a lot of benefits out of that. Fish oil. Okay. NAC are the top ones that I'm starting. If they are willing to start more, if they're like, yeah, throw it all at me. Oh, and vitamin D. That's a critical one. Okay. Um, if they're willing to start more and they are okay with taking a handful of pills every day, we're going to put all of this on board. Um, but if you're a person that like never has taken supplements before or you have a really hard time remembering to take supplements, then I start a little bit slower. Let's work the critical ones in and then add more in as you're able. And I'm assuming you know, with that visit as well, you're putting them on a, a, a different type of diet. Yeah. Uh, something like we, we did a video uh, recently about the paleo diet. Mm -hmm. Is that something that relates to paleo this? would be a really good one for okay. this um paleo doesn't remove red meat um so i'd probably tell him paleo but not as much red meat with it okay uh but yeah paleo takes away the gluten the dairy the sugar right away okay so that's a good one to follow uh to end this what message would you send to any young women mothers of young women who might be experiencing painful periods uh, just start to address these things? Yeah, advocate for yourself, always. Um, I, that's the number one thing that I see is people just get pushed off. They get dismissed. They get told that that's not what it is. And it takes years to find out what their this chronic pain is coming from. And then even once they get a diagnosis, they're not getting root cause addressed. Mm -hmm. That's putting a Band-Aid on everything. So advocate for yourself to get the right diagnosis, to have someone tell you what's truly going on, and then find a provider that will treat your root cause. Yeah. Robin, thank you so much. Uh, this has been another episode of Explain This. You guys name it, we explain it. Today's episode has been on endometriosis. Robin, thank you so much. Absolutely. As always, guys, we'll see y'all next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.